thousand years. We've had time. <laughs> yeah, you guys can talk about it. It's okay. If you haven't read the Silmarillion, it's on you. Also, good <laughs> so, here's you the thing. I, I, I read the Silmarillion in high school, and I decided mm-hmm. I would never read it again. I started to read and the Silmarillion then, in high school, and I just finished it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then after watching the movies, I thought, maybe I should read it again. I haven't done it yet. I, I might do it. But the Silmarillion, it's like the, the Rings of Power they feel kind of slow. The movie feels kind of slow. Mm-hmm. But you think about the Cimmerillion, and it's like, okay, well, it's slow. But actually not. It's really fast because of the time span. Yeah. It's actually quite fast. It's just light on details, you know? <clears throat> it's like that. Um, what is the, the... There's a book in the Bible which does the whole... Uh, like it, begat, it jumps begat. like it, it jumps like a thousand years really quickly because it's like begat 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 yep. like here's the here's That's the line Leviticus. of descendancy um it feels like that sometimes when you read mm-hmm. this really it just kind of hops yeah, <laughs> yeah. yep I yeah. Remember I reading that yeah numbers i thought it i thought it was the book like of numbers it's just begat 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 like you just said begat 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 i like begat, the jazz begat. mike Thanks. This is the. Uh, I just needed some kind of audio to make sure it was working. Uh, I guess I should, I should hand this off to. Let me pass it to the other players in case you want it. You shouldn't need anything but a browser. Open that. You'll get jazz. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> All the jazz. It's it's jazz light. I really wish I had a torch so I could say, no, this is a jazz light. <laughs> I, was, I was unprepared for that joke. Uh, what a missed opportunity. Gotta be quick. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to all start right. up all my things here. Wow, we are, we are on it. We are on fire today. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I was sit down getting Skype ready and obviously I couldn't figure that out. I'm like, I don't remember how to play D&D. How long has it been yeah. since we played? <laughs> Remember that time when we were supposed to level up? Yeah, I still haven't done that. What? <laughs> oh, I level. Oh, I leveled up. I mean, yeah, I made I the choices, but I just haven't. Uh, I haven't created the custom feats to put you the things in the character sheet. Choices. Oh, that's right. Because you, you did that. On roll twenty. Hmm? How do you get your token on roll twenty? Y'all showed me before, and I forgot. Uh, if you Matt, click Matt has to do it. No, oh. you don't. If you've got, well, if you click over to the journal tab, it looks like a little newspaper thing in the top right. There you go. Do you see you there? Or you just let Matt do it. But then, come on. <laughs> Teach a person to it. fish, Matt. <laughs> oh, I thought, you meant, I thought you meant upload a token, like create a character and add a token. I didn't. Oh, so drag so, it. So you can just drag it on the map. Uh, apparently, they changed that recently, and now players can manage their own token. Oh. Oh, I'm on there. I did it. Wow. It was nice. Oh. <laughs> Thank I feel, you. I feel wild disappointment. Is that, is I that did it. <laughs> I'm, I, listen, I'm proud. I don't do stuff like this very well. So, well, Mike, you've basically been around the world the last 30 days, haven't you? Uh, if you count Columbia and Sydney as the entire world. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, you came into you came into our time zone, right? Yes, I did. I did come into your time zone. 
I um I uh, used your toothbrush. I uh... <laughs> <laughs> did you use my uh, crazy wild uh, toothpaste? Uh, no, I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> just just the toothbrush. Only the brush. Only the brush. Toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't use you didn't say, you didn't say what he used the brush to for. My teeth. That's weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You didn't even talk about teeth that whole time. That I have bidets down there. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I brush. don't remember uh, yeah, why no, I talked to you people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in your calendar. We snuck it in there. Um, Colombia was was nice. Um, my takeaway from being in Colombia is I really want to go to Peru um, because all of the best food we had there was Peruvian. <laughs> but, you know, nice nice people, nice nice town. We saw some cool stuff. It was good. It was for it was for work, right? Basically, like kind of. <laughs> um, yeah. So we. Uh, the company that I work for has no central office. Everybody works from home, and so occasionally we just all get up and and go somewhere and hang out. Um, this was a smaller meetup, so there were six of us from scattered around the world. Uh, and for some reason, we went to Colombia. Re- reasons that weren't clear to anyone, including the people that were there. Uh, we went to Colombia. Um, but yeah, we had a good time. And the best thing about Colombia was wanting to go to Peru. <laughs> Jot down note. All right, I think I'll skip yeah. the middleman and go to Peru. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, the there's a, a dish that we had in a Peruvian restaurant called uh, Cosa Corsa Lamenia, uh, which I want to try and figure out how to make because it was really nice. Sounds. Delicious. What was it? Yeah, what, what was uh, in it? <laughs> it? It's like a. It's a layered dish. Um, it's made with like uh, like a mashed potato mix thing on the bottom, and then a layer of something. In our case, it was like a chicken uh, mayonnaise mix, and then another layer of like mashed potato <laughs> over the top. Yeah, I think, I think good. you. I think you lost Matt. I'm in. Oh, you lost me. I told you I was so, going to with mayonnaise on Discord, and you just killed so, me back. So, look, um, I don't like mayonnaise most of the time. I don't put it on anything. The only thing it belongs in is a hot chicken roll. Um, what the hell but for some reason, for some reason it worked. For some reason it worked in this dish. So, this was the, the hot chicken roll of cuisine. Um, What's a hot chicken roll? It, it's where you... So, if you... Okay. We, we have a, a fast food place called Chicken Treat uh, where they sell roast chicken um, with chips and whatever sides and whatever else you want. And clearly when they get to the end of the night, they have leftover chicken, they have to do something with it. So they shred it and they stick it in a you know, cooler thing. And then the next day they heat it up in a, like a hot dog bun with mayonnaise and that's a hot chicken roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was sounded really good until minimum. <laughs> Well, the hot dog one, honestly, I was thinking about maybe like a tortilla, like a chicken wrap or something. No, the mayonnaise is there because the chicken is dry, because they cooked it yesterday, so... (laughs) I mean, you could easily just put swamp slime on there and it'd be taste as tasty. Why why waste good mayonnaise? Well, I don't know. It's not a thing that I eat often, so it's it's definitely... I mean, I'm... okay. I'm not a condiment guy. I don't like... I, I don't like tomato sauce on things. I don't like salad dressing. I don't like... Adding stuff to stuff. I like to. I like my food naked. But you eat Vegemite, though. You think think Vegemite Vegemite. would go good on the chicken thing? Uh, no. Is Vegemite sweet? (laughs) 
No, not at all. It's it's bitter what does and it like taste a like? like in like in um, it Umami tastes Fest, like salty. belly button sweat. That can't be right. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's salty. Um, I'd, I'll send you some if you like. <laughs> you can get I it. I like can, that. I can buy it here. I think you can you get it. You can get it in Kroger. I want it authentic, please. The, the thing is, um, if you're gonna try Vegemite, you need supervision. So, in, in my experience, if I send somebody Vegemite, they're like, oh, this looks like jam, and they get a big spoon, and they stick it in, and then they eat, like, a big pile of it, like a big mound of it. That's not how you eat Vegemite the first time. Uh, if you are uh, an American, uh, or somebody that was not brought up on it from, from babyhood, uh, then what you want to do is you want to you want to make some toast the way that you like to have toast, however you like it, whatever level of brown is your, is your preference. Okay. You want to put you want to put butter on the toast, and then you want to take, you want to like open the jar of Vegemite and just have it open while you eat the toast, pretty much. Like you, you just, <laughs> want, you just want to get used to that smell. <laughs> but, but realistically, like what I, what I tell people is like you you just wanna you just want like a very thin layer of Vegemite on your knife and just spread it lightly across the toast, just to just to give it that flavor, um, because it is it is an extremely strong salty flavor. So if you're not into that, um, slathering it on. Like a like peanut butter is is going to be an awful awful experience, and then over time you need more and more to get the same high. Um, so so you until eventually, chase the dragon after that first. That's right, job. yeah. And so until eventually chase you're eating it like an Australian and just you know half a jar on okay. every on every slice of toast. <laughs> That's why toasters come with two two slice uh, holes <laughs> is so that you can use both sides of the the jar. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't now. tried it this century, so I guess maybe I can give it a second try. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> so I'm uh, 2024. I'm coming to the states, and I'm planning a trip to, to Knoxville then. So Ooh. I will bring Vegemite. Ooh. Right. <laughs> cool. I'm looking I forward to, to that in two years. I have to come. I have to come to the states for a wedding, and so while I'm there, I'm. I'm going to do a road trip down to Knoxville. We'll see if we can set up a live recording then. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Brought to you from Wes's basement. Yes. (laughs) From Wes's basement. Wes, you should watch this so you know and have fair warning that this is going to happen. I'm booking (laughs) your basement. The only warning you get. (laughs) uh, April, April, May 2024. (laughs) Very cool. Coming to a city near us. The Tarathiel Tour. Yes. Thank you, Coward. <laughs> oh, Coward. I haven't seen Coward in forever either. Yeah. And Kill Spice. Yeah. Kill Spice oh. is a mate of mine. Is a what? Right. Oh, okay. Kill he Spice is a right. mate of mine. A oh, friend. a mate of yours. A buddy. <laughs> a chum. I, I thought you said a he's a, a mater man. Like he's a tomato <laughs> grower really or something like that. Videos. Yeah. I thought you said some, like motor man, like a mechanic. I'm sorry, I will slow down <laughs> for the non-Australian audience. We are We're southern. southern, you gotta talk slow. <laughs> yes, we're southern, you speak slowly. <laughs> Work on I your thought there draw. Was a, from, yeah. from the Simpsons, I thought there was a Canadian thing, right? Because they have that, I just moved here from Canada, and they think I'm slow, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you want to play some D&D? <laughs> Please. Can we get a can we get a town crier or a last time on last time on the the podcast? Last time he killed the dragon and skinned it and left its bones to dry in the sun and be eaten by territorial giant ravens. 
Hang on, I think I, I can give you the entirety of my notes from last time. The dragon attacks, Caleb and Galva present, Kaldun cast slow, Galv cast fog cloud, Alma cast bless, we kill the dragon. <laughs> and then in yeah. quotes, beware his father. Yeah. <laughs> so in game, that's exactly how long that combat took as well, about 10 <laughs> seconds. Because y'all murdered this dragon in, what was it, three rounds? Like, not even three full turns or rounds? It I, was... I don't know why you say we, because it was, it was Fezan with a baseball bat at the front. <laughs> <laughs> I... But it was a slow dragon, which was clutch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, and then, you know, uh, Alma made a good exit for the rest of the party by creating an acme hole in the southern window. <laughs> And I believe a, a well-timed bless was in there too. I think that accounted for probably five or six hits. I think there was, a, there was a sacred weapon in there at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. The beatings did commence, that's for sure. But I mean, he almost melted three players in the first round. That breath weapon. Was yeah, I was like, I was like that far from toast. Yeah, and then uh, our choices to hide in a kiln were probably not the best. <laughs> Live and learn. Experience was gained. And experience was gained. Yes. You guys gained enough to hit level eight. Yay! And from our pre-streaming conversation, it sounds like nobody leveled to level eight during our five-week hiatus. Hey, uh, Matt, can you yeah. can you pull your mic closer? You sound distant. Okay. Thank you. Yep. How's that? I don't think you're using that mic. Smooth, yeah. soft, and silky. It didn't really change. Oddly enough. You might be using your headphones, uh, Mike, if you're using oh, your audio from it. Everything is awful. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, me. Are you? Does that make any difference? Nope. I don't think so. No. Tap it. Blow into it. Everyone loves that. Blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. Hey, ASMR. Can you hear me now? <laughs> No, <laughs> it's the no, same. I'm, I'm, I'm blocking. I'm blocking the microphone on my ear thing. It's the same. Is that working? How about it's that? Tap your microphone. All right. No, no, we, we almost knocked it off. We hear that, but yeah, not the way we would like. We 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 can hear you. You're it just, just not using. Terrible. I think you're probably your... using the microphone in the webcam. <clears throat> It made Can a sound whenever you hit the thing. Yes. Ta I hate to tell you this, but tap the tap the webcam. Nope. It nope. made a okay. sound when he tapped his microphone. <laughs> There's a mysterious microphone in your room. You've got a microphone. <laughs> it's fine. It's we fine. We know it's somewhere. Show it to us. Well, I'm a little concerned about when the stream is over that somebody's still listening to me like fart and snore. So I want to figure out what this is. <laughs> I'll figure it out later. Okay. So it's for the uh, patrons. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see one million dollar tier. That's your own fan. To turn it off. Yeah, Cowart says it sounds fine, so we're okay. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cowart so says I'm happy. Okay. So if I do this, how do I sound? Same. The same. Here, do, here, do this. Turn to the. <laughs> <laughs> For those right. of you listening on the podcast, he I just took, he took the microphone and threw it over his shoulder. Threw his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I have no idea where my voice is working. Whatever. I'll. I'll have... 
We we need you to use your theater voice. <laughs> My diaphragm Project. is on point. There we go. I'm using it now. Enunciate <laughs> to the back row. Hello. <laughs> All right. So let's go round robin and figure out what everybody did at level eight real quick, just so I have an idea because I have no idea. Like uh, anyway, Heath, what did Cal do do at level eight? I took uh, ASI, so he now has an eighteen intelligence. And okay. I'm no longer using the um, the headband of intellect. Did you replace it with something? I haven't had the chance. Okay, so, so no. I mean, you could have a 19, but you're just going with an 18. Yeah, because it's it's no different. So I free up you're an still attunement. Smarter technically, just because you don't get a bonus in the mechanics of the game. You take True. it off. Like, okay. <laughs> no, the, what, what, the, we need, what we need to do, we need to put this on for Zon. <laughs> While he's sleeping, preferably. Having a, an IQ of 120, but your brother has an IQ of 125. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's technically smarter than you, but it's not relevant. Nobody believes it. <laughs> the difference that makes no difference. <laughs> yeah, but your salary is the same. So, you know, <laughs> in the end, it's all fine. Any other changes? Anything else happened at level eight? Like another ability or like a wizard ability? Or is that a little. Six? No. No level eights. Uh, level eight's just an ASI. <clears throat> okay. Four feet. But you took plus two intelligence. You took an ability stat increase. That's right. Uh, Jamie, what you got? Eight level fighter. Um, instead of a feat, uh, you are generously allowing us to take a second subclass. Can I have a play test. I may just rip it right out of your character if it sucks, but. For now. It's no I, I was using that. <laughs> yeah, I was using that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> There's some really cool thematic things. Um because I've been kind of uh in in my mind I've thought of Ferzon, you know, not as a since Goliaths don't uh, don't exist, you know, in, in Greyhawk. Um <laughs> they're uh, you know, Faroon creation. I've I've been kind of thinking, you know, that they're they're half giants. You know, like ha the half-elf, uh, you know, mechanically, you know, that sort of thing. So, but anyway, but over time, now now they've kind of evolved into their own thing. But so, um, did we just walk outside into the, uh, <laughs> into, the into the birds? In the, but, okay, sorry, Mike, Mike changed the music on me. And it got oh, much louder. I had no idea what you're talking about. Like, oh my god, I didn't I either. No, Mike changed the music to uh, uh, atmospheric. Anyway, I took um, Rune Knight as my as my second subclass, um, and so the runes, um, uh, it's it's uh, the practice of, of using of, of using runes uh, to augment one's ma martial prowess uh, is an ancient practice that originated with giants. Uh, so. Uh, you know he's been uh, kind of tapping into this artistic side, and uh, you know these he, he, what he's going to be able to do now is um, draw these runes or and activate them uh, to get powers. Uh, so the seventh level ability of a uh, rune knight is that he will have three of these runes active. And would you like to know which ones I have chosen? Sure. Sure, why not? Let me go find them. 
Why don't you just tell me? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell me? Okay. Uh, they are going to be the Storm Rune, the Hill Rune, and the Stone Rune. Uh, so each one has an active and passive power. The Stone Rune um, channels the judiciousness associated with the Stone Giants. Uh, while wearing or carrying an item with this rune, you have advantage on insight checks, and you have dark vision out to 120 feet. So that's the passive. Yeah, that's the passive power. Uh, the passive power of Hill Giant is that uh, you have advantage against on saving throws against poison and resistance against poison damage. That's pretty cool. And then the uh, so the Hill Giant says, oh, the resilience reminiscence of a Hill Giant. Um, and then the Storm Rune, you can glimpse the future like a Storm Giant Seeker. Uh, so that means you will have advantage on intelligence arcana checks, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, but also, you cannot be surprised as long as you're not incapacitated. So those are the three passive abilities that are associated with those runes. And those are just like a daily thing that you can change? Or like is it like a tattoo once you've got it, you're stuck? So uh, you can, I think on a long rest, yes, on a long rest, you can touch... Uh, number of the objects equal to the number of runes that you uh, know, uh, and you can inscribe the rune onto an object. So, the the way I've kind of oh, seen him, an item. yeah, yeah, body. yeah. So the way I kind of seeing him do it is um, he's got those those little traces of of uh, what look like tattoos on his on his you know along his cheekbones, along his collarbone, on, on his forearms, and things like that. So I kind of see him you know taking those runes and kind of tracing them on his. You know, off of his uh, self, because they, they they weren't they're not tattoos. They're just uh, kind of you know something exposed on his skin that that just there naturally. Um, but he's those are the runes that he's copied onto whatever it is that he wants to copy them onto. So he's just kind of you know unlocked this ability naturally. But if it gets ripped away, that'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he also has um, the abil ability uh, called Giant's Might, which will allow him to uh, basically uh, enlarge for a minute. And then he also has a defensive ability to, <clears throat> let's see, a number of times equal to his proficiency bonus, uh, you can use your reaction to force an, an attacker to reroll a d20. And that's so. just any old D twenty uh, on a, on an attack on, on an attack, attack roll. Okay. Yep. And you have to use your reaction and number of times equal to proficiency bonus. So that's what three. Well, yeah, you'll be hit. I think eleven's the next block, next bump. So it's cool. a it's a whole handful of things. Um, yeah. The the active abilities uh, only you know you can only use them once per long rest. Uh, so they're pretty situational, but they'll be fun whenever I get to them. All right, Mr. Mike, what you got? Um, <clears throat> so I took the Phantom subtype for the Rogue, um, yep. which gives me two new features. I get uh, Whispers of the Dead, which gives me proficiency on a skill that I don't already have that I can swap out every day after a long rest. Um, 
I am using that to give Tarathiel proficiency on athletics. And thematically, he's, someone is talking to him. Uh, a ghostly presence shares its knowledge with me every time that I finish it. Actually, it's a short or long rest. Uh, can choose one skill or tool proficiency that I lack, and I can gain it. And at the moment, that's in athletics, because that was one area where Tarathiel was weak. He's still weak, because proficiency bonus is not that great, and his strength score sucks, but it's... Uh, once I have proficiency in something, I can apply my psionic energy dice to it, so oh. that'll help. Um, the other thing that I get uh, from the third level phantom is a thing called Wails from the Grave. Uh, as you nudge someone closer to the grave, you channel the power of death to harm someone else as well. Immediately after you deal your sneak attack damage to a creature on your turn, you can target a second creature you can see within 30 feet of the first. Roll half the number of sneak attack dice for your level, rounded up, and the second creature takes necrotic damage equal to the totals, the rolls total. And I can do that a uh, number of times per day equal to my proficiency. So that will be three times a day. And that's when you kill someone or when you sneak attack them? When I sneak attack them. So if I sneak oh. attack them, then I can sneak attack somebody else as well three times a day. Yikes. And that's it. Um, I say that's it, like that's not awesome. That is awesome. I'm happy with that. <laughs> so I think, I remember we talked about it a little bit off air, like the last time we played, and it reminds me of that Pathfinder uh, psionic class. Yeah. Where they just pull like the spirits and they can change things on a daily basis, which I think is kind of a neat, neat little concept. Sounds like it may be based off of that. Very yeah. cool. Miss Rachel, what did you do? Yes. Um, I just leveled up my wisdom so that I'm a plus four on wisdom, which just helps basically everything that I do. Um, and then at level eight, I get destroy undead, and then I get a couple of other, like, divine domain features, which are, like, um, blessed healer, which means that um, if I, like, cast a spell that restores uh, HP to uh, another creature, I regain healing as well and then i have blesses tracks but i don't know what that is either so i'm just gonna leave that alone <laughs> i tried to look it up and i couldn't figure it out so it's fine what is it? but that's... yeah i don't uh... okay. nothing comes uh... up whenever i click on it on the uh, uh, it, adds, it adds it adds radiant damage to your weapon damage it's oh, like a nice. low-key smite awesome. for all your hits yeah it says that I have to check out the marketplace to unlock this feature, so I don't know what it does. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm looking in the player's handbook. It's not. It's not in the player's handbook. It's Tasha. Yeah, it's something. Oh. It else. says you are blessed with divine might in battle. When a creature takes damage from one of your cantrips or weapon attacks, you can also deal D8 radiant damage to that creature. Once you deal this damage, you can't use it to feature again until the start of your next turn. So every turn, if you hit something with a cantrip or a weapon, you can mini smite them. Okay. A D8. Well, I need to D8. hopefully D8. add that to my character sheet. Matt, you That's can do that, right? Once per turn? Yeah, you should. Well, we'll figure it out. You should have access to everything. I have access to everything, and yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll take care of it. All right, so everybody's level eight. Got hit points. Got some Yay. cool, neat little toys to play with. Um, it's the next morning. You're still at um, Crazy Jared's um, burnt up shack. Um, 
got the body of uh, Gotrod sitting there rotting in the sun, and he's taken your map and he's marked on there. And I think it, I think I thought I marked on. You did, yeah. There's an so, X marks spot. Yeah, it's almost directly, just a little off off center, directly north of Jared's place. It's in the mountains. Um, that looks like it's an elevation. It you won't be able to take your horses and probably take another. I mean, like if you left right now, you get there the next evening. So like, good two full days of travel. Um, Jared, you know, wishes you well and gives one. Uh, Berzana gives you inspiration because you're his giant jester and he really likes you. It's only gonna last ten minutes, but you got plus D twelve to something in the next ten minutes if you need it. Um, wishes you well and says that he will. Do as you ask, because one of the things you did ask last time was for him to send word to get somebody to come get these remains, right? I, I, he, I think he said he was going to take them. Going to offer them? Oh. Okay. We, well, he said, you know, I will send word and we'll have somebody come and take care of the corpse. I, I do luck. remember, I do remember uh, Ferzon did roll a survival check. So there was, you know, we, we had... It was a really good one too. Yeah, yeah. He, he took like everything. Yeah, so every, everything is there for the taking, and if there's anything that you know we we needed for the trip, you know, dragon steaks or you know something like that, tail jerky or you know, well, I, <laughs> so wings. Like, I don't want to get too pedantic about encumbrance, but if you're going to take the entire corpse of a dragon no, with no, no. you, no, to the underdark <laughs> might it's, cause a problem. It's it's just prepped. It's prepped. Yeah. Okay, so you're leaving it behind, but you you skinned it and whatever you do to dead animals. F- field dressed it. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do. You personally. Yeah. <laughs> so, are y'all heading out? Yes. All yes. right. North. Finally yes, leaving Jared's place. <laughs> you're there for at least... Two episodes longer than anticipated. We, this is a cool we place. Even, yeah. We never even got a used car. <laughs> <laughs> so you head out on foot. You're following. There's not really much of a trail, but it's pretty easy to tell according to your map where you put the X. And he gave you some directions as well. You know, go up to this point, this peak in the mountains, and take a right and go down about yada yada. He gave you some information how to get there. Um, I would like whoever's got the best survival to give me two checks just not to see if you get there but we're going to see just how much time it takes to get there like do you get lost and have to find your way again or something like that so day one whoever's got it you get advantage because you've got three helpers I have plus seven <laughs> that's not terrible <laughs> that, that'll do that'll do and your, you know what? You're, you increased your wisdom. That means your perception. Yeah, your, my my passive wisdom is twenty two. <laughs> Holy crap! So nobody's lying to me ever again. Yeah, yeah. your insight and uh, perception. Yeah, it's nuts. All right, so whoever's got it, roll it and give me. Uh, we'll start with the first one, just in case it's like horrible. I rolled one nineteen. 119. That is a lot. 119 and 115. 19. Or is that already adjusted? I don't know how y'all. 19 is my survival. It's adjusted. Okay. 19 is 
Perfect. Second day. Give me one more with advantage. I'm working on it. It's okay. Uh, 23. Alright, no problem. Now wait, I might roll a 20. true. <laughs> 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 I, I didn't. <laughs> look, look at this holiday inn that we just found over here on the side of the trail. <laughs> just stumbled upon it. Really? Not 20 and we find a holiday inn? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Motel 6. They left the light on for us. How did y'all get Not a Hilton? Oh, I, don't know. I like the double treat because they have the cookies. <laughs> yes, the cookies are good. They're really good. They're the what? really good. What is it? The cookies at Doubletree. Doubletree? Yeah. Is, that, is that a hotel? It is. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. cookies. Guess, guess we tried unless they didn't in Bogota. Did you say ABC is cookies? It, it was. And they, they did give us a, a cookie, a warm cookie. They they, they take it yeah. out of a warmer because yep. they know when you're arriving. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, the best. I didn't they're, like, they're like 500 calorie cookies. They're <laughs> like crazy. Oh yeah, we I didn't on the rest of that day. That was... <laughs> yeah, calories don't count on vacation. They do when you have to get back on a plane for 36 hours, man. <laughs> you had to pay 20 extra dollars from those cookies. <laughs> it's a little light on the captain's the console, like, beep, 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 someone stayed at Doubletree. Yeah. Sir, could you please put your man boobs in the overhead? <laughs> <laughs> you have to check your shoes. <laughs> With the passenger in seat 14A, please get out and run the runway about 14 times and come back. <laughs> Damn you, double tree. You know, it's funny, just real quick talking about getting on planes. The last three times I've been in a plane, um, I have been a, I've been assigned a seat that wasn't the seat that I bought. You know, so like I got 35A. I get on the plane and I'm hunkered over because I don't want to like hit my head. And like, would you mind taking a... Uh, Wings emergency seat. emergency seat now it's got some responsibility if the plane's crashing but <laughs> you'll have leg room i'm like i i'm i'm i will rise to the occasion should the plane crash you just hold your hand if the plane crashes i'm to block the door and not let anyone out Is that right? <laughs> exactly if the plane yeah. crashes i'll be the first out i use my super long legs to block the door yeah. <laughs> everyone follow me <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, this third time, actually, this is the most, this is the last time I uh, flew in a plane. I was taking a trip to uh, North Carolina to go somewhere else, and I got on the plane half expecting to be shoved next to the wing and have this high responsibility. But like the the plane was half empty, and so the stewardess took me all the way to the back of the plane, and there was this whole almost bent like a three person seat bench seat in the back. She's like, "It's empty. Take it. It's yours." I'm like, you know, I mean. If you weren't a dude, I would marry you right now. What are you doing later? <laughs> you to come back to my bench? There's plenty of room on this bench beside me, if you know what I mean. My bench or yours. So, anyway. Uh, the second night, the second evening, you, uh, it, it's getting towards dusk. You know, you're in the mountains, so it's getting darker earlier. Um, and before, really, before you see it, specifically... Alma, but anybody else that has any kind of acute sense of smell, you smell what you think is your target destination probably minutes before you see it. Great. And 
and it's it smells like carnage. It smells like you know decaying bodies. It smells like soot. It smells like acrid, uh, pungent acrid, like a, a swampy smell. Um, and I don't want to take over, but as you're approaching, it is getting dusk. Who's moving forward? Like, wait. Alma, you so this is it. this is the entrance to the underdark, the cave. Yes. Oh, and he told you it was it was uh, as you were leaving. He's like, oh, by the way, it's known as the Maw. That's I'll new. just let everybody know it stinks. And special. Well, everybody, pick, you just picked up on it first. Like, you know, it's like when somebody farts down the hall, everybody eventually smells it. You just smelled it first. But as you get closer, you, you, you know, having this, like, uh, godlike sense of smell, you can pick out smells like, you know, burnt ash and specifically decayed bodies and blood and, like, acrid, um, greasy almost smells like you smell all these different odors whereabouts the smell just like you know funk 101 um and as you approach uh, you're you come up over a small knob or you're at top of knob and you can look down into it and you see very plainly in uh, a valley treeless uh there is a probably 40 foot diameter hole nestled right in the middle of all these peaks and mountains. It's in a little valley. I'm burping, excuse me. Um, okay. I, I would like to ask Pazel to fly over and take a look. Yeah. <laughs> Pazel's like, fuck you. <laughs> yes. That's why I say ask. Sarlacc just got out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, fly you know, fly over it and kinda of look down in to see like, you know, is there something down in there? You know, is there a tarasque or are you, you know, are you looking, are you using her senses or are you just having her report? You know what I mean? Like are you uh, going well, blind and deaf or if, are you letting her give you if, emotions? If it's within a hundred feet, I'm going to use her senses. It goes beyond a hundred feet. I mean, well, it depends on how close you want to get before you do this. But right now, you're well, how good. far? How far away are we? You're about three or four hundred yards. I mean, it's it's still a distance out there. You can just now see it. You've crested over these mountains. You see this this hole in the ground, like the scar on the the, the face of the forest. Okay. I'm just saying, you notice it now. You're not like right on the lip, spitting down in it. You know. A yard is three feet for everyone else like me that doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> It's meter-ish. Uh, so, it's uh, meter, meter light. Yeah, meter sorry. light. I'll, I'll have her... Three football have her. Ameri- well, Football now. See, it's still confusing. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> 300 yards is 900 feet. That's all I really needed to know. <laughs> yeah, I'll have her fly out. Okay. And then look, you know, pretty, pretty good distance in the air. Look sure. and then come back. Stay safe. Fly casual. She she, she takes (laughs) off, zooms down into the valley, just does a nice little perimeter, flies over it a couple of times, just looking down, swoops, and then comes back. Um, I I always forget. What kind of communication you got? Can she talk to you, or is it just more like... It's telepathic. Speaking? Like language? Uh, So, no. It's like... 
she can give me general ideas like there's a threat like if there's small numbers like one two three okay things like that so you get like stinky hole i mean that's pretty much <laughs> yeah empty oh, i mean Lord. her, her God, we've we've been on the road for two days. We couldn't bathe, all right. <laughs> uh, but that's basically no. it. Like, no real more information, but nothing like leapt out of the hole and ate her. Or she didn't see any movement. She didn't see anything. You know, there were no one, two, threes. It's just literally like what you one see and what hole. you sense. A big old stinky hole. Were there bodies? Um. Now that you, like, and Alma, again, you, I may forget to give you information, but, like, just take with a grain of salt. I think I tell you, you saw it five minutes ago. It's just I forgot to tell you, Alma. Um, now that you've, like, taken the time. Well, she's come, uh, um, Pazel's come back, and in her way, you know, there are carcasses, you know, most of, almost exclusively animal. Deer, bear, rabbit, I mean, Half-eaten, some of them were just pieces. Uh, lots of states, of, different states of decay. Some of them look burnt. Some of them look like they've been dissolved. I mean, like some of them look like they've been rended and tear, torn, like they were being eaten, you know, by a, an animal or a beast. But there's a lot of different things, a lot of different conditions of these woodland animals. Okay, I pocket Pazel. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I hear yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So it's either a bunch of different creature or it's a creature that can do a bunch of different things. Like Tiamat. Like Tiamat. So <laughs> joy. <laughs> like Tiamat. Um, Fairzon remembers he left the stove on. <laughs> <laughs> turns around and goes back to Cauldron. And so Jeez. this, are we following a path that goes into the dank pit? No. I mean, you may see like a, a, an animal trail, but not like a, you know, it, it's definitely, you're off the beaten path. You're not somewhere that's commonly uh, gone to by humanoids. Okay. see like a deer trail or something like that, but it's just a big hole. Like that's not like a like a pit that you could like walk into. No, it's, it's just a hole. I mean, think of a sarlacc pit. Like it's it's just kind of sinks down. It doesn't like it's not like this convex hole that goes down into a black, you know, deeper hole. It's flat and it's just straight off. Like a sinkhole. Yeah. yeah. But no. it is. It is 40 by 40 by 40. It is a square. Oh. So it, it looks... It okay. doesn't look natural. It doesn't look natural. Hmm. This means something. Mm. Yeah. That's great holding ground. Uh, can we roll? Are we, are we looking for a better hole or are we going in this hole? <laughs> <laughs> yes, is there, is there another hole that we can talk to? Yeah, any other holes around, or... <laughs> he has to take holes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what is it? I need an adult. Uh, 
Okay, okay. Uh, okay, what do we do? Are we like. So you're. And it's, it's almost dark. Somebody up there to peek into the square hole. You're, you're, again, you're like seven, eight hundred, nine hundred feet away. Like you're a distance away. And the sun is. You can visibly see the sun setting over the mountains. So it's about to get dark. Sweet. Okay. So we'll be there just in time for Night Hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we should make camp for the evening, but in a place where we can watch to see if anything comes and goes. Yeah. So where you are right now, you feel like is a perfect place for that. Like you have a little bit of a high vantage. You're, you know, a quarter of a mile or one kilometer or half. Fuck, I don't know how long that far that is. But... <laughs> Sorry, <that's... laughs> Point six. Point six. Uh, all right. So I will, I will tiny hut. Instantly. Yay! Alright, so you got a pink dome of fourth that you can walk into and out of. Caldoon <laughs> cast Winnebago? Yes. I'm gonna make this uh-huh. one I'm gonna make this one winter camouflage. <laughs> Alright. So you get your winter camo uh force shield net. Uh so it's a ritual, you do it ritualized. Yep. Okay. You've got your tiny hut. Is there, is there a garage in the tiny hut for the horses? No. Like, like literally a tiny hut is like a 10-foot disc of, of of a dome force. And that's it. Like there's, it's yeah, just yeah. Pro, it's physical protection. Oh. You can see out, but nothing can see in. It's a little op- right. opaque that way. It's a, it's um, a duck blind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's like a, it's like a duck blind. <laughs> Fair enough. But it's good. It's good for 12 hours. Okay. Right. And I have to, I have to stay inside of it. Oh, okay. Okay. So you cast it, it domes over you, kind of like the wizards and, you know, MCU, and then you have to stick there for the whole time. I have to stay inside it, yeah. Is it concentration? Nope. Okay. So you can do other things while you're inside. <laughs> he falls asleep, the dome goes away. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty crappy. All right. So uh, Khaldun puts up his... Uh, Tiny hut, Liaman's tiny hut, tiny hut. Um, which for all, I mean, for all practical purposes, you guys are 100% immune to everything in that thing. Like, yeah. we 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 flipped off Strahd from one of these things. Like, so <laughs> these things are impregnable. We didn't bring our horses, right? Because no. you said we couldn't we horse. Couldn't. We couldn't horse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it would have taken probably five times as long to lead them. Yeah. And then you'd have to leave them next to a big hole with dead carcasses of bodies that you didn't know about, but, you know. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I can see it from where we're camped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably not from within the tiny hut. You'd have to step out, maybe walk over a foot. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you're a good distance away from me. You're a quarter mile. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to imagine there's six of us, right? So, you know, 10 foot radius hut, it's pretty cramped in there. Yep. Fairzone's yeah. gonna so string have up a. Lodge, a maybe? Yeah, Fairzone's gonna string up a hammock or something. <laughs> Find a nice soft rock to use as a pillow. Okay. You're, are you staying For, in the hut? Are you saying you're not going to be in the hut? I mean, he, he takes up about half the hut, I think, probably. So he'll he'll take the first watch, and whenever whenever the, you know, 
whenever we rotate in and out, he'll he'll go in. But I mean, mechanics wise, you all can fit fine. Okay. You don't have to put yourself in danger. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You don't have to put yourself in danger. There is plenty of. I mean, yeah, it's ten foot diameter. That's like three million feet. Well, okay. Squaring pi rooting is that's a lot of numbers. <laughs> okay. Yes. Is there? Is a, not can I do? A, I can do a watch. I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can we no, just? Just, just, Ferrisol just stand up and have his head stick out of the top of the dome, and just, everything's fine. Yep, it's all good. It's, it's all good. Caldo, Caldo thinks it could be a funny joke to like take his name off the list that so can come in right when he stands up. <laughs> <laughs> Zip. <laughs> all right. So, ow, 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 ow. anything anybody want to do um, tonight for the next twelve hours besides rest? Uh, Ferrisol will make uh, dragon steaks. Okay. On the small little fire outside. That's so, what I was going to carry. <laughs> you Don't stop. It's amazing. Start a fire and cook Next food. to the pit of doom. Oh, okay, that's probably not the best idea. <laughs> no. When it's dark, right? So it's the only beacon of light. So Okay, yeah. It is, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not exactly Combined. a starless night, but it's pretty damn we dark. Are. Okay. It's temperature control inside the hut. Okay. Then then jerky inside the hut. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody wants really to do anything? No. I don't no, think so. Night passes uneventfully. The dome drops. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Do we nothing, see nothing. any creatures at all in the night? You, you, I mean, you hear, I mean, there is wildlife. You can hear it in the trees that are outside the area um occasional squirrel time. or maybe even a deer like just random um random uh, fauna i mean what if okay. there was a dragon living in the hole and now it's dead because we killed it yesterday or three <laughs> days ago now it could be or it's just tiamat waiting for us to come say hi let's go say hi Let's go say hi. Do <laughs> <laughs> you speak to you, Matt? <laughs> All right, you head Caldoon. down. Caldoon does. Approach. Do. Uh, yeah, to chronic. You approach the, the hole, and as you get closer, the smell gets stronger. Um, Alma, you see, as you're approaching, like I said, all these dead bodies, animals. You actually see the remnants of uh, potential humanoids, much older bones. Um, as you get closer to almost to the edge of the pit, you see uh, tracks, uh, footprint tracks, and two separate pair, and they were definitely dragon tracks, like draconic claw tracks. Um, but it's two different animals, and it looks like they were fighting. The way that they're moving around, and you know, does it look like they were just lying around or anything? There's obviously a place where there was a battle, and in that area of the the footprint, you see scorch marks, and you see where things, it's where uh, the parts where I said that the animals were dissolved is all within this battlefield, and then you also see the pit. Um, if anybody looks over. Um, it goes beyond normal 
like dark vision. Uh, I know that Pazel, who's a, who's pocketed, but she's got a hundred feet or whatever. Hundred twenty, yeah. Hundred twenty. So I mean, you can perch her on her shoulder and like look down, like oh, I can see. It goes beyond her vision. But the thing is, it this is a uh, a cobbled hole. Like there is stonework. You can't see. It. Excuse me. You can't see it from the top. It's like it begins maybe a foot down deeper. Makes it feel like this thing is immensely old. Like the dirt has just risen up around it, or the grass, and you know, kind of grown over it. Mm-hmm. And they're around the rim of this forty-foot, forty-foot uh, square hole, is an ancient stone, like worn-down stone. Some places broken up stone down out of out of your vision stairway that goes around the edge down. So like the footprints from the fight, was it like uh, it, it, like there was like just one fight or was it like there had been multiple fights there? Does that make sense? Um, it like, makes sense. Give, give me a survival uh, with advantage. Someone has fought a mighty duel. Yes. I do not think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> Ranged all over. Alright, I got a 25. Nice. It was one fight, and it was fairly recently. And, Probably about three days ago. Okay. And um, I know this is going to sound like a weird question, but like, you said there was like footprints. Are there any like drag marks? No. No, scuffles, um, but it doesn't look like something was killed and dragged off. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. It looks like a fight um, that just abruptly ended. Okay. Are there footprints that are like, yeah, that, and then like, are there footprints that are like going toward the pit? There look like there were some that were perched. Uh, on the edge of the pit at one point like looking down into it um okay and I missed you said and that I, I didn't hear what Samel said Ask blood. Guys, blood oh yeah yeah there's blood okay can can we compare the size of the tracks of these dragons to the one we just fought um with your survival and your godlike perception it was definitely one of the set of foot, one of the set of tracks was Godrod. And the other set was bigger or smaller? Comparable. Not really bigger or smaller. About the same size, you know. So we fought the evil twin. (laughs) But wait a minute. Now, didn't we hear there were two dragons? Yeah. Uh, We know that there was a a parent. Well, yeah, we know about Hookface is Gotrod's parent. But weren't there two dragons? Didn't we hear there was like a another dragon besides a black dragon and a red dragon right yep did they walk into a bar (laughs) it's like they walked into each other uh Dolat Gotrod was looking for Dolat that is correct looks like you found him note taking saves the day again yep (laughs) (laughs) so we need to keep our eyes out for a black dragon and now that you've come Fantastic. to this, you know, putting two and two, making five, the melted bodies is definitely a sitting breath. 
like the oh, the black dragon breathes acid mm-hmm. and it like sprayed this entire area and it was like whatever bodies were there is just goo at this point completely melted I think it's time to get downstairs away from Spittle of Death. What? I mean, what if that dragon is downstairs? That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. It's Maybe like, it's what if he's home? Maybe yeah. it's been using this hole as a big spittoon and it's just going to be acidy spit down there. Yeah. Does anyone bring any, gl- any like glass armor that'll block acid? <laughs> And now you, uh, the acrid smell is acid and you know bile and things like that. You're putting it all together. There was a big fight between a red and a black dragon. Uh, neither one of them seemed to have won. Like there wasn't a body that fell over dead and was dragged off. Both of them were using the breath weapons. There's a ton of blood. They were just tearing each other up. And it looks like probably one left. One of them was leaving, like losing the fight, and flew off. And then, you know, that's why like it abruptly looks like the fight ended. One took off. One took off after it. Be real disappointed if the reason we managed to kill a dragon is because his brother weakened it. <laughs> that would stink. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, if we're gonna get melted, let's go get melted. Might as well. <laughs> At least it can't fly away if we're in down inside of this maw. Uh, so I don't think it matters much against the dragon, but uh, Tarathil will <laughs> pull up the the hood of the cloak of elven kind and. Disappear as much as is humanly possible before sneaking downstairs. Alright. As as so, elvenly possible. Who mm-hmm. who what's your order? What? Oh, and Keegan is very unhappy about the situation now. <laughs> now there's a second dragon, he's like, I, I, I think I mentioned I don't like dragons, and apparently there's another one, so I'm leaving. Well, we killed the other one in he's leaving? No, he says seconds. He's, he's joking, but True. What do you, like, what do you want? 18th, yeah. Well, I was unconscious. I missed that fight because I was on fire and baked. <laughs> you don't even, you don't even have to experience the fear. You just pass out and we'll fix it and then come back. You come all. on. You got this. So you, can add, you can add Dragon Slayer to your business card. Yeah. You're there. You're part of the party. You get the XP. Right. <laughs> He doesn't look amused. He's just standing there staring at you. We we will take care of any and all dragons, Keegan. Great. <laughs> Reed, we're looking for dragons. Yeah, right. We're not going away from them. So, you're going down this deep and dark and stinky hole pit with... Uh, it's Like I said, there's, there's stairways, so you're not like climbing down. It's treacherous, but... Like, I- I'm not going to make you roll every 10 feet to see if you fall. Mm-hmm. Every Good. 20 feet? But now I have a positive so, athletics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my question is, does anybody have a negative to their athletics check? Yeah, correct. Athletics. Oh, athletics. no. Parazon's no. good at that one. Athletics or, or acrobatics, either one will work. A negative. No. No? Okay. So essentially, you're going to take 10, you're going to like hold hands, take your time, be careful, go around the perimeter. Same and, campfire fires. And not <laughs> roll a d20 for every single PC for every 10 feet that they descend. All right. Thanks. 
take any more of my fingers. Fair enough. <laughs> Ferzan pulls a uh, slinky out of his pack and just kind of sets it down. <laughs> we are uh, going to race it. So who's going first? Um, I do. I do want okay. to know marching order. Yeah. I think I can go first since I have the perception, just so that I can kind of keep an eye out for stuff, unless okay. anybody else wants to go first. Uh, so I was volunteering to go first. I have decent perception, but I also have decent stealth. So I, I don't have. Better. I don't have godly perception. I do have godly stealth. <laughs> So that, I don't that, know what's is... better. So, uh, Alma, you have disadvantage on your stealth checks. You're wearing Why? big, heavy armor, right? Uh-uh. Or is that not the problem? I got new Elvin? armor. Oh, I got oh, Elvin. That's armor. right. Oh, She's Elvin. got the nice armor. Who oh, got the Elvin? Yeah, you got I, the have, chain? I have Elvin chain, so oh. I'm not. I'm no longer at disadvantage for stealth. Okay. Thank God. So you tell me. It's really up to you. I mean, you both have really good arguments, like. One of you is undetectable by anything less than a god, and then you have a person who's got the detectability of a god. So I think I'd That's rather right. go second if he's undetected. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so Trathiel hides, and Elma's like, I see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You're not my list, Alma. I'm just check with a human here. You're right there. You're right there. You're right there. I can look around him. I I'm think, looking at you me. know. Well, it's descending also, right? So it's not like you're... Um, right. But you're definitely not going two by two. It's it's narrow. Right. It's you know, maybe a foot wide, so it's, it's treacherous. Trathiel's short too. He's by foot too. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think if if Trathiel trips on a, a loose stone, he probably has the best chance of not dying. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. Catch it. You should go first. All right. I'll go. Okay. I'll go. So I, I really just care about the first person, not the rest of them. Um, oh good <laughs> that makes me feel really well, <laughs> for the specific reasons that you guys just outlined you know like godlike perception and godlike stealth so give me your stealth check with advantage I already get advantage well I mean double advantage yeah. oh, oh, 21. Super for your 21 okay Yeah. Uh, so you head down and uh, where's Pazel in or out out I mean in I've got her pocketed. She's pocketed. Okay. You head down, and uh, it descends about 200 feet as you go further and further down. The smell gets better. Like, it's so all the carnage was causing a majority of that smell. But it's getting hotter as you descend, which. Hotter is wrong. Which seems reversed to what you know about like going <laughs> deeper in the earth. Yeah. Um, you get to the very bottom, Tarathiel, and it, it it it's like a small like five or six foot jump from the last bit of stairs to the ground because like the last part of it's been destroyed forever ago. Um, yeah. No problem. I mean, jumping down six feet, no big no big deal. Um, With my plus two athletics, it's not. <laughs> I'm unbeatable. He lands with his knees locked. <laughs> um, you get down there, you look around. Uh, are you seeing in the dark? Yes, no? Uh, yeah, for 60 feet. I'm okay. in the dark. So you get down to the bottom of, of and you can s- still see the light up top, and you see the rest of the people making their way down. Um, it opens up. You know what I mean? So. 
the reason it's broken off is because the cave opens to the top, right? So you're going into an open area. Mm-hmm. It does, like like the tunnel doesn't go flush to the ground. It like drops off and it opens up a little wider on the bottom. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Um, so you, I'm, I'm trying to. There, there was the. The, the cavern that the Balrog and Gandalf fall into in, in Mario, right? It's like a long shaft and then it opens up into a big cavern yeah. underneath. So yeah. you can't go all the it's way not down. It's because... that big. It's not that no, no. big. It's, it's But yeah, exactly like that. Same it shape, opens up. So, so you're, you're falling. It's like down a chasm. And it looks like the stairwell used to go all the way to the ground, but it was uh, probably added. It wasn't part of the natural, uh, natural earth. It was added later to so make it easier to get to the ground. But something a long time ago broke that off, and it's just you just have to jump down about five or six feet. Look around this particular area that you're in now. Um, goes out. I mean, you're you're moving around, so it's not like you're just stay, you know on a pivot looking around. So you move around, and you feel like this room's probably about eighty feet in diameter. You know, you can't see from one side to the other because you don't have that kind of vision. But mm-hmm. you know, just moving around, make sure everything's cool. Um, it's rough hewn like the only thing that looks like it's been chiseled has been the stairway and the upper lip and off to the northeast there is a passageway that goes off into darkness do we have a map give me a a perception check perception now the um, cartographer I think it was the cartographer back in cauldron um, he helped us with some maps once we had actually gotten to the underdark so they yes. could find, you know, at least know we're going in the right direction, trying to right. find this temple. Um, are they useful yet? So the maps, and he even told you, it wasn't like a very detailed map. It was almost like a stick figure map. Like, you go here, you'll see some branches. Don't take this branch, take this branch. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, yep. you know, drawn to scale and all this stuff. It's just... You know, even the branch that says don't go this way, it's, that's all it is. It's like a, a small piece that just takes off and it doesn't go any further. It's just like, don't go this way. And it's 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 this spider web of, of tunnels that are drawn that's on here. Web. And sometimes they, um, some of the tunnels that, you know, you can go this way or you can go straight because it looks like it comes back to the original, but then there's a, 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 another tunnel off to the side that's like, don't go that way. It wasn't like don't go this way. It's terrible and deadly. It's like I don't know what's there. It's not the way you want to go. Yeah, this um, is the the kind of map made by like fourteen adventuring parties exploring different avenues over time and then assembling yeah. it into like a cobbled together. Right. And maybe the information you don't have at the end of these tunnels is because they never made it back. Who knows? Yeah. But you do have essentially, if you follow the gist of the map, you will not get lost. Is what it boils down to. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I just want to make sure that we, A, don't find notes that say, oh, by the way, um, this is the Balrog's front door, or um, have, we can add some detail to, right? So um, I'll whip out some some of the paper and start taking some notes, you know, draw some sketches and stuff like that, because we told him, you know, that we we try to, yeah. Try to improve it. And he also said that hit this map that he has is old, like 50, 60 years old. Okay. So it's not exactly up to date, but 
you know, the tunnels shouldn't change unless there's a cave-in or something like that. It'll, it'll get you to uh, Bomb Hutton. Yeah, Hopefully so, like, you know, things like, you know, the entrance to the Underdark is a square hole that has steps going down, you know, stuff like yeah. that was not on the map, you know, right. this kind of stuff. <clears throat> and the other thing that I'd like to establish is I uh, need to set up the Psychic Whispers link with... The, the three other PCs, uh, which will okay. be for one hour, because of course it's always as short as the scene always possible when we actually need it. <laughs> can you use psychic to extend that? And uh, no, yeah, but I can re—I can re-up it. It just costs the psychic die. Oh, the uh, first every one's time free. That I, That's right. The first one's free, and then it costs the psychic die after that. Which I never run out of psychic dice. I have six of them, and I almost never use them. So. Uh, you that now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm more likely to use them now. It's weird though, because like I can apply it on something if I know I failed. It's hard to know if you failed a perception check. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we have had that discussion, but and that's the yeah. same with an investigation check. Like all the things that I have proficiency in: insight, investigation, perception, stealth. Like it's hard to know if you failed. Until it's too late. Until it's too late. And by failing and saying, well, maybe roll this, you might succeed, you know. Yeah. yeah. A little, adds a little meta to the game, but it's all right. But it's handy to have athletics in that list now, because I'll know if I'm going to fail an athletics check. Yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty good idea. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, so, your perception I saw was a 19? Was it 19? Yes, 19. All right. Um, you notice that there have been large reptilian trail uh, uh, tracks that go off into that distance from the only, looks like the only exit in this area. To the so northeast. Straight up. Yeah. Is there anything better than the 22? No. Um, you you determine it's uh, definitely draconic. Is it the black dragon? Can we determine that? <laughs> That would be harder. Uh, actually, find what a, you do, find what a black you dragon scale on the ground somewhere. Yeah, right. I think it was <laughs> or acid, hard. you know, he's like slavering as he moves yeah, along. Just drooling yeah, yeah. as he walks. <laughs> um, actually, Alma, yours, you have a 22. So you see three separate reptilian sets of tracks, all large. One was definitely. Uh, um, Shit, the one you killed, Dorlot? Uh, nope, we killed... Gotrod. Gotrod. Uh, Gotrod. Yeah. You killed, one's definitely Gotrod's. It looks the same. The other one looks exactly the same as the other set, which you are probably going to assume is Dorlot. The third one is a new set. You do not know what this one belongs to. And it's about the same size. It's comparable. Okay. I share but that it's, information. It's, but it's different. It's not like... You know, it's not it's not draconic. It's just large reptilian. Oh. That's better. Yeah. I think. yeah 20, 22 perception? Is it, yeah. Is it really? Is it, is it better? Is it better? Are there big reptiles that you would like to fight? Maybe it's a reptile puppy. Like a <laughs> big one. <laughs> I love puppies. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Right, well. Let's and go find it and only... give it 
Snuggles. That's the only door to go through? Like, that's the only place to go? <laughs> this is our only hole. Only one path <laughs> to the north. And everybody's down. Everybody's safe. Um, yeah. And uh, Keegan's just grumbling the whole time. So this this uh, this exit here, it must be pretty decent sized for these large it's... reptiles to go through. Yeah. I mean, it's... So you do think, though, that... Um, based off of you know how big Gotrod was, they're squeezing a little bit. I mean, it's not a gigantic cavernous tunnel. Like, you know, they're probably having to shimmy a little bit, or maybe they've it was when they were smaller or you know, something like that. But it's not enormous. It's not like, you know, a tunnel that you can drive a car through. It's but it's large. It's a it's a pretty fairly large. Um you think Gotrod could have gotten through comfortably but definitely not want to fight in a corridor that narrow for him so if we have to fight a dragon foreshadowing for sure no tumbling past <laughs> uh, alright Trathil just reach under his tunic and thumb the, the the bird medallion that he keeps around his neck and let's go and he'll, uh, Who's he'll head out. Yeah. Second. I'll, I'll, I'll head up the tunnel a ways and see what I can see. Okay. You range ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a, a separate, a, a, a second uh, stealth with advantage. You keep making stealth checks until you fail one. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying with advantage because of the cloak. That's the only reason I. It's that's more for me than you. Yeah. Uh, Twenty. It's going 20. down. Fantastic. <laughs> Down a point. You head off um, a quarter mile. Uh, no, not that far. 500 feet. 500 feet. Um, when it, it, like I said, when you got to the bottom, everybody knows it is warmer down here. As you head along and you're, what, 60 feet ahead, however far ahead of the rest of the party, it becomes suddenly warmer as you come around a bend in the, the tunnels. 1.5 152.4 meters thank you very much <laughs> um, but it just it, like abruptly becomes warmer hot 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 not <laughs> dangerous not damaging not even really uncomfortable just because you're up in the winter and down here it's you know your winter clothing is starting to make you feel sweaty I wonder if we can get some of these hot rocks for our meta dungeon <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just a little spa situation a spa. going on. Yeah, a little hot yeah, yeah. spa next to the dog park. At, uh, Start making some capital. Jared's, uh, Jared's happy. happy. Yes, I, I think it's it's the ultimate goal of every adventuring party to to turn every every place that they explore into some sort of amusement park. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> Something to make money. Um, for my amusement. Is it so? Is it pitch black in here? Is there any glowing? Like no, right now, it's pitch black. Can, is there? It's pitch black. Okay. It, like once you leave the the shaft, once you had some light a little bit there, once you just immediately get down into the tunnel, like you first the beginning of the tunnel, it's black. It's pitch black. Okay. So yeah, does everybody have the ability to uh, see in the dark? We do now. Buster, we are all a huge fan of that Mike guy. <laughs> Kellev, Kellev does not. Um, I Kellev don't know that Gelf is... does either. Does... Gelf, Gelf has... He, yes. Yep, he Did has dark vision. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so Kellev yep. is going to need, like, somebody to guide her, hold her hand, whatever. She can't she see She not like that. No, what? <laughs> she does not like that. She's a Kellev. Does she, I don't think that means she has dark. I don't think she has dark vision, does she? I think she does. If she does, she's great. What is she? What is she? She's a tiefling. She's a tiefling. tiefling. Yeah, tieflings have dark vision for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So everybody, I think we all have dark vision now because okay. of uh, Fearzon's upgrade. <clears throat> yep. Oh, the rune. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. That gets rid of that enormous pain in the ass of figuring out who and who can and cannot see. Yeah, Ferzon's got the same dark vision. Yeah, Ferzon's got the same dark vision as Pazel now. Ooh. Oh, you can see like an owl. You can like turn your neck and look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Have you seen That's... that little comic strip <laughs> where the assassin comes in and snapping necks, and like the last one's like this owl just like looks at him and shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's fantastic. No. Uh, uh... All right, so. It gets warmer. Do you stop? Do you keep going? Because um, everybody can see you. Every once in a while, the, the tunnel will turn. It's not like a straight line, right? You're in a cave. It, it, it winds a little bit. It gets bigger. It gets smaller. You've got stalactites, stalagmites. Um, none of this. It, it's all just natural cavernous area. Um, but like I said, you get to the point to where it does get dramatically warmer. Like 20 degrees warmer from 70 to 90 kind of thing. You're all boiling. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is 58 fine. 58 to chartreuse. I don't know. I could I mean, translate. The temperature has increased by four drachma. Yeah. Uh, and there's no there's no obvious there's no obvious change in the the um, the cavern. Like we're not seeing like lava. Or anything, or you know, dried lava, you know, any sort of uh, volcanic kind of looking. <laughs> dried lava? You mean rock? <laughs> There's plenty of that. It doesn't look like a, a lava shoot. No. Lava okay. tube. Lava tube. Yeah, right. I'll back that's to call just it. fun to say. That's from uh, Congo. <laughs> Have you seen Congo? There's a, a guy in there that says "lava tubes," like exactly <laughs> like that, and it's the funniest thing. It's amazing. <laughs> and right. the, the um, walls are hewn or or block. No, all or... this this is all rough stone. Okay. All natural cavern. Natural caverns. Okay. Okay. Now, yeah. you might want to come up and see if maybe there's another chamber, and there's there, there might be some way through. Okay. It's de- it's the heat is definitely coming from down the passageway. Oh, it's coming from further along. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you walk beside a hot wall. It's just like you came around a corner, and like the radiance it just got warmer as you came around a corner. It just feels like we're walking deeper and deeper into that giant worm thing from Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I check for Minox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I will carry on, I guess. Right. There is there is nowhere else to go other than yeah. finding out that it's warmer and warmer and warmer. So. And even the map uh, doesn't show any kind of uh, different offshoots of tunnels or you know additional ways to go. Arizon takes a blaster and shoots the ground. <laughs> this is whole no world cave. shakes. It's just coincidental because there happened to be an earthquake right when you did that. So. <laughs> ah! 
Good timing. <laughs> I do not have time to discuss Weird. this with the committee. <laughs> yeah. I am not a committee. All right, so you keep going. Um, head around the corner. It, it gets windy, right? So it, the, the cavern is going up and down a little bit and around. And it's getting warmer and warmer. And finally, this this probably after a total of about a half a mile, it does open up. And it's getting hotter and hotter. And as you're coming around a bend, you see, before you get to the bend, before you step around and, like, give an aha moment, you see there is a little bit of a glow from around the corner up ahead. Like a very, very faint, distant uh, orange glow. Can we smell sulfur? Like, any evidence of, yes. like, that kind of thing? Yeah, it... it... It, you have, I mean, you've been in cauldron, you've been down in the, the, the bowels of cauldron. This this feels volcanic, or at least smells, you know, the heat getting closer, and you definitely have the sulfurous smell. It definitely does feel volcanic. It smells like bent matches. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought we had left the volcano behind. <laughs> I mean, well, we're it, at the, we're in a mountain range, right? So we're at the base of the volcano is uh, travel impacts. Is that what? Is that what they do? Do we get more? Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, we in, family, in family units. Yeah. <laughs> this is known as the Hellfire Ridge. So right. it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, they tell us. <laughs> See the Hellfire Ridge? They said. Can, can, can we can we relocate to the uh, fluffy mushroom plains? Or <laughs> 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 like. You know. Like wow, man, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll wait for for people to catch up and then peek around the corner. Right. Everybody catches up. Uh, what do your Jamie elf eyes inco- see? Jamie, incoming. I'm changing maps. Okay. That's racist. <laughs> I didn't see me asking. What are your Goliath muscles? <laughs> Break <laughs> everything Lava and mushrooms. Is that mushrooms are in the lava? Uh, those are like stalagmites. Ah, oh, yeah, mites. I'm placing you on the map just to get you on the map. You can put yourself wherever you want. Not in the lava it. cauldron. <laughs> we can't see. We we can't see that because so. it's dark. Yeah, me. I'll take care of that. Lumos! <laughs> <laughs> Real. Polylegonal. Real. So, so I've been going back and listening to um, the, our, our podcast. And, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I need to apologize for like episode 20 because I had something going on with the audio and it was it was clipping a lot in my audio so you only hear about i don't know 43 percent of the things that i say but 43 yeah that's a pretty precise calculation you know i I did i did listen to it uh but no i remember there very recently uh in the podcast matt discovered discovered the poly the polygon reveal oh my god it's the greatest thing in the world yeah all right these are Again, unfortunately, these are ten by ten squares. So your people sizes, people sizes are accurate. Uh, so just use the alt uh, to place yourself in 
whatever part of the big square you're in, okay? I'm just putting you guys on the edge. <laughs> Patty's leaving me. Fan with a ruined <laughs> fan ah, where I'd like to oh. be. Oh, oh no! Ferris on activated his uh, giant growth power. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's heat activated. <laughs> Keegan. Sorry, I got a little Chuck. excited. He's tiny. A little less tiny. Alright, so there's the oh, layout. We need, um, uh, we need to... what's her name? Yeah, Kellev. Kellev. Oh, Kellev. I don't know that we have a token Where for her. I think you? we established that we didn't have a token for her when we were in Crazy Jared's hut. That is correct. Let me get something for Kellev. Should have asked Crazy Jared. Sorry, King Jared. Yeah. <laughs> King Jared. Kellev is probably loving this, actually. A little warmer? Yeah. I haven't been warm in years. Let's see. So, uh, as I'm looking for a token, uh, Tarathi, you, you, you know, poke your head around. Nobody's in front of you. Nobody's behind you. I'm just getting the tokens out there. Um, yeah. This is literally right around the bend, and what I've opened up is actually a little further than the extent of your vision. Um, so, you see this lava in the southern part of the room. Um, and then you see a glow, which looks like probably an an opening to an underground lava tube that's flowing lava. That makes sense. This part right here. Yeah. Oh, that's, so it's, that's it's going down. Hmm. It, it's it's is the other is the other is the big pool not moving? It's. I mean, it's a slow flow. It's hmm. not like a rushing river, but it all is going down. All this stuff is. These are pits. These are, you know, hazards to fall into, kind of thing. Oh, good. Yes. No, it did. Checks checks inspiration. Yeah, should be fine. Yes, <laughs> are you fine? <laughs> All right, and I'm looking for Kellev, uh, dead soldier. No, that won't work. Very much living soldier, please. Please. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Blazing Saddles or something? Is it Blazing? Uh, it sounds like something. Uh, that, that's exactly. I was thinking it was maybe from uh, uh, Spaceballs, but it sounds very much like him. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's uh, Juice Bigelow. When he's on the date um, with the, the tall, the tall woman, <laughs> just shouting stuff as he walks past. Oh right, it's right, right. It's <laughs> <laughs> a huge bitch. <laughs> All right. Here you are, you're all standing there, conglomerate. What would you like to do? You're not moving in six second increments quite yet, but it is hot. Good. It is hot in here. Like, like, like air shimmeringly hot. hot? Like, very it's uncomfortably. A, it's a dry not, heat. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a dry heat. Uh, don't go by touch, nothing. Um, but it's, you're not taking damage. But if you were to stay in this room, dressed as you are, you would start getting exhausted. That's how hot it is. Like, like eighty-eight Celsius. Well, that that is actually pretty hot. Celsius. Is that pretty hot? Okay, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, she, no, that's that's seems, that's unbearably warm. That's I would probably, very hot. That's above my melting point. <laughs> uh, maybe eighty-six Celsius. <laughs> to, to give you some idea, eighty-eight Celsius is one hundred and ninety Fahrenheit. 
90 or 19? 190. Oh, 90. Oh, all right. Let's call it 60 Celsius. How about that? All right. That's 140. All right. Still, still very high. Very, um, very high. Un- un- really... Uncomfortably warm. I think you it's... could survive in that for a little bit, but yeah, yeah. you're not hanging out. Not long. Not long. No pitching no. tents. Yeah. No. <laughs> Your breath is hot. Tiny, tiny hat, tiny hat. Ooh, we could, yes, we could tiny huts. <laughs> It's camera control. Yeah, look at Tiny Hutton. Uh, Air condition. Uh, just just our home. <laughs> Can we move the Tiny Hut like, um, uh, what's the Solid Snake games? Like Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> just <laughs> get a little box and just like a little sneak across the room. <laughs> we need a party of turtles. The problem is it's going to take 10 minutes to recast every time, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, Alright, I guess we look around. Uh, Something happened to my music. Hang on. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, this is a suspiciously large and open map. hmm Yeah. Definitely death in here someplace. I guess, <laughs> is there anywhere that I can uh, move across the room and kind of hide behind something just to get a... I, I want to move deeper into the room. Yeah, that's what I figured. So, these... Big, big stalactites. I'm going to call it difficult terrain just for literally like one of the four squares. Absolutely big enough for you to hide behind. Yeah. I'm just, I just want to move deeper into the room and have a look. See, see what I can see. And Tarathia will tell the others, like, wait here. So you're looking out to here, just getting your. Yeah. Okay. Um, you step forward and. I'm going to show you, but like, there's it just reveals more of the room. There's nothing more uh, interesting that you see. Yeah, I, I'm just looking for before I get people to it, because it is a wide open space. It's the equivalent of like coming to a clearing in a forest. Like you don't want everybody mm-hmm. to just trudge across. I kind of sure. want to make sure it's clear and then get everyone to come. Um, but like, yeah, cool. There's there's a whole bunch of stuff we can't see. So there isn't really another good spot to dash to. Uh, I would. Honestly, I would get to you, like down here. These these are hideable. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take much for a rogue to have something. You definitely, you could definitely hide here, but you feel like that would be really freaking hot, and you don't want to stay there. Right yeah, now. yeah. So I'm gonna <laughs> run to the north side of the room up here. Okay. What's your what is your uh, what was your stealth? Uh, oh. My last stealth was twenty. Twenty. Okay. <laughs> All right, you move up, and from this particular vantage point, I will open. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> As you get closer and see that creature ah! curled up, Jeez. looks That's like it's terrible. sleeping. Six of the seven heads are lying down like a cat or you know a dog rolled up. Lying down, their eyes are closed and asleep. You can see it breathing. But one of the heads is up, and it's just swaying back and forth. Like, keep an eye out. Doesn't seem to notice you. It has enough heads for a long rest. Like, they take turns sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a terrible watch beast. Um, Yes. I, uh, through the psychic link, you just hear ape. <laughs> <laughs> Calmly. <laughs> oh, oh, hi. That's 
How, That's a good how many heads does a dragon have? <laughs> Usually one. In my experience, one. I have heard what tale of you... one that has five. Can we can we duct tape a bunch of dragons together or something? This thing has seven heads, if I'm counting correctly. Get out of there, man! Actually, the, yes. the, I think the picture has eight. The picture has Abort. eight heads. Abort! No. Get out of so, there! So oh, do you see any exits? It only has seven heads. Okay. Do you see Three. any exits? Uh, to the northeast, it's it's not quite on the map, and uh, like Twitch, but above above the creature to the northeast is a passage that the passageway that continues on, um, literally off the map. Like it is a passageway, and it's the only this thing is sitting in like a, a, a nook in the area. There's not a passage behind it, so it's, so it's not guarding the passage. No, it's like it's got its back to the wall. You know, it's uh, it's a it looks like a nest. Uh, you can see carcasses and things around it that's built up uh, over the time it's been there. Hmm. Do we want to fight this thing? No. No. Not, not particularly. Okay. I have a crazy plan. <laughs> Go on. Go. Let's hear it. I we need a plan, badly. Is that? I, I have a, a the pocket on my handy haversack has the stone of alarm in it. Uh, what if we just pitch it to the south, and as this thing goes to check it out, we run past? Uh, That's okay. definitely a crazy idea. That's a crazy idea. <laughs> I mean, unless you want to cast sleep on it. Eight <laughs> times, seven well, times. Well, it's already asleep. I like to put one head to sleep. Apparently. <clears throat> Hmm. Yeah, if it's already asleep. Dude, if we dude, alarm just... something, it wakes all of them up, right? Yeah, but I think if we kill the one head that's awake, I think the other ones are likely to notice. Yeah, yes. Probably. <laughs> Fred? Fred? <laughs> no! You killed Fred! Fred. Fred. That head was one day from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Red! <laughs> Poor Fred. <laughs> That's the. In, at the end of the episode, it just comes up in black with white writing. Fred. In loving memory of Fred. In memory of Fred. <laughs> no real Freds were harmed in the making of this episode. <laughs> right, does anyone else have an idea? Because that's all I got. Um. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what is it? Like, what is that? Is it, can you find out I what it is? I could probably ask. Is it an arcana check? What is, how do I know what this thing uh, is? Nature? I don't know. How would I know what this thing is? Nature? Nature would probably be the most appropriate. Um, <laughs> give me a knowledge check. Uh, give me, like, an arcana or a nature. Yeah, Maybe, no, even history. I mean, it's not like. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I don't. Like I don't have proficiency I mean, in any of them, so it's it's irrelevant. It would just be raw intelligence. Okay, so just give me an intelligence check. Natural twenty for a twenty-two. Hey. 
just so happens you read the Encyclopedia Britannica on pyrohydras just yesterday. Oh, dear. That does not sound good. That sounds bad. I don't uh, like pyro- that at all. So, 22. That's a damn good roll. Um, is there a type of hydra you would prefer? <laughs> Baby? Nope. So, Domesticated? Do they make puppy hydras? Imaginary. Does it have seven individual hats of disguise on it? <laughs> yeah. So, with a 22 nature, like, you know actually quite a bit. A, this creature is sleeping, but hydras never completely sleep. One head always okay. stays awake to keep watch. And you now know that that's a, that one head that's awake that's keep, keeping watch. Did not mm-hmm. notice you. B, this there are different kinds of hydras. There's just a plain, run-of-the-mill, good old-fashioned hydra. There's pyrohydras. And then there's, there's cryo. Cryohydra. So okay. pyro is a fire hydra, cryo is a frost hydra. This is a fire a pyrohydra. It doesn't take any damage from fire and it breathes fire Great. and the one thing that's ubiquitous with all hydras is for every head you destroy two more grow back okay that's what you oh, get from a 20, 22 nature check yeah um, and I guess fun flavor for that Tarathiel took the phantom subclass he may not know this but he's being told this he might be having a voice come through the psychic link that is not somebody he's connected to. Hmm. Is that where you got the knowledge, the the nature kind of thing? Like, you're hearing whispers of the dead? I mean, uh, mechanically, no. But yes, I think that makes sense. Thematically, yeah. Yeah, so that makes I mean, sense. you're hearing, hearing this from the victims of this thing. Yeah. You know, it, it used to have four heads, now it has seven. You know, that kind of thing. How do you kill it? I don't know because the GM didn't give me that information and I rolled really well. <laughs> Not with fire. <laughs> I mean, Not with fire. Not with choppy things on necks. That, um, that, uh, where, where is that flask that throws water on something? Because we could <laughs> turn this place into a sauna real quick. Oh, geyser the. Geyser the, uh, geyser the lava and fill it up with, fill it up with steam and then we'll just sneak past. Um, That's another plan. The longer I stay here, the more likely it is it's going to see me. Ken, uh, Fezan has ridiculous dark vision now, right? Mm-hmm. It's not dark in here, I imagine. So the light from the lava was basically what I showed you when you first walked in. Like mm-hmm. it glows, oh, okay. but it's not like super bright. So you can you can see the pit of lava down here, but you mm-hmm. can't see what Tarathiel sees. Does that make sense? Right. Like, well, I don't know how long. What's, what's the distance of your dark vision? It, it's one twenty, so he's got about two thirds of the map. Well, I'm asking oh, because he has a special ability that lets him know the stats of things if he watches That's them That's what long I was going to say. He has know your enemy. He just has to yeah. look at it for a minute. But Matt, that assumes five foot squares, I think. Well, I mean, if you, if you count twelve squares, it's only like halfway across. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you can see to about right here. You have to move. Yeah. You have to sneak up. But you have no idea what Ouch. Sneaky giant. So honestly, right. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. You 
in this area can see out to about right here because of the glow. But you do not see this creature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But fair zone, you can, can see, see where, pretty much can see all where of this area. is. Yeah, you can well, you can't see Tarathiel, but you know that's where you should be. <laughs> Yeah, terrestrial shaped hole in the universe. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> There's an inky black spot where I him. assume you, he is. You look where he's not. That's right. It's an SCP, somebody else's problem. <laughs> Does anyone else have a better idea? Uh, well, what, no. the geyser? <laughs> no, than the stone of alarm. Chucking the stone of alarm oh. and trying to get past while it's distracted. Do you Although have I'm a not... sling? <laughs> no, it's just a giant patcher. Just gonna chuck it. I do have. I do have one more potion of invisibility. So I could just walk it over to the corner, set it off, Unseen and then run. Unseen does not mean hidden, but you can also still hide. So yeah, it would work. It would make it very difficult to see me. I mean, yes. it's, it's already very difficult to see me, but you it would, would make it... You would still be hidden, because if you're unseen and you hide, you are hidden. Yep. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I, I mean, 5e invisibility is just... Invisibility uh, rules are always terrible. Yeah, it, it was like a, a one-hour delve into like the rules of everything 5e for me to just grok how invisibility works now. Yeah. So I guess for the for the benefit of the people listening in the audio podcast, um, in the north in the southeast corner of this, there's this little like nook thing. Yeah. I could like go invisible, go and drop the stone of alarm there, set it off, and then just book it. <laughs> and then if the rest of us are bonus dash, if the rest of us yeah, if the rest of us are booking it around, we could maybe get past this thing without having to fight it. I think it's a uh, good idea. It, it might still be here when we come back. Uh, and it <laughs> does mean that we lose the Stone of Alarm. Like, there's no way I'm getting it again. <laughs> yeah. Not unless we come back and cut it out of this thing. Uh, but I think it's a decent trade. Okay, like, so... I don't know what else we need a Stone of Alarm for. So what, did, what, did, what turns on and off the Stone of Alarm? Touching it? Blowing its ear. <clears throat> um... <laughs> I walked into that one. <laughs> Don't forget, you can produce a gallon of mayonnaise. Ew. We have the alchemy jug. Do we have to? Get we out of do. here. <laughs> yeah, Don't maybe it'll it. slip and fall. <laughs> so yeah, maybe that's, that's just start vomiting. Like, oh, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just sleeping and somebody sprays <laughs> mayonnaise all over your face. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Why is this no, happening? No. Me? I do not deserve this. All right, all right. Goes and goggles lava. Hear, hear me out. Fred. Hear me out. This, this is gonna, this is gonna be, this is gonna be one of those plans that I take inspiration from from my players. Okay. <laughs> so what what can the alchemy jug produce? Man, uh, I, I don't have it on me, but it's like <laughs> a lot of water, a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of uh, oil, oil. How, how uh, much? Mayonnaise, how much oil? I mean, it's no, it's quartz. It's quartz. Uh, yeah, just give me a second. Okay. How how many quartz does it take to cover a twenty foot square on the ground? I would say four. 
four quarts of oil. One per five foot. I mean, just like yeah. a Molotov cocktail. I'd say I'd call it four. Okay. But that would be one, two, three. I mean, that, you're like, again, these are 10 foot square. One, right? yeah. one quart. It will produce one quart of oil. It can make acid, basic poison, beer. Hey, beer, beer, honey, <laughs> mayonnaise, oil, vinegar, water, fresh, water, salt, and wine. <laughs> yes, we all agree. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Do, uh, does Caldoun know Greece? Uh, used to, but not today. Dang it. Okay. Uh, do we have any oil of slipperiness or anything like that? Is that is that a thing? No. Okay, so we don't have Maybe a way. Oil is the ball bearings. You have ball. You have a bag of ball bearings. I do. Okay. Two here's the plan. So okay, here's here's the plan. Stone of alarm. Down in the corner, right at, right near the edge of the thing, ball bearings leading up to it, from between Stone of Alarm and and uh, and current location of Hydra. <laughs> you set off the Stone of Alarm and run run horizontal perpendicular to, to where the the ball bearings are, and then uh, hopefully the uh, the uh, enraged Hydra will charge the stone the angrily screaming rock. And fall into the pit of lava long enough so that we can get get away. In a Scooby Doo it into the lava? In a Scooby Doo it into the lava. I know it's a pyrohydra. It won't wow, die. Wow, wow. <laughs> but yeah, about, yeah, it's going to like do, do, do a backstroke in that lava. But it, it'll at least. The concern is that dropping a bunch of ball bearings on the floor might notify it what's going on yeah like i'm not i'm not sure how to carefully put a thousand like me individually putting a thousand bearings <laughs> yeah. on the floor. This is gonna take a while. Home alone, really. yeah. <laughs> I'll set up the paint can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not a no. It's it's. Not a no. You you open your bag of ball bearings and it's micro machines. You're like crap. there's a chance. Yes. I mean micro machines. If we had a bag of Legos. Now yeah. that might work. Exactly. Oh, God. Step yeah. on that's, those. A legend, that's a legendary item. You're not going to get that to yeah. like level 18. <laughs> so, Bag of I, I, do, I do have the lieutenant's guard, but all that's going to do is stop it from moving if it fails its check, and it seems unlikely it'll fail. What is it? The lieutenant's guard, the caltrops. The cal I, can, I, can, oh. I can set and retrieve from like 20 feet away, but... <laughs> I don't want to be that close to this don't thing. Don't want to mm -hmm. be that close. Mm -hmm. Nope. And I don't want to... I don't want to waste the bonus action when I can use it to run 30 feet. <laughs> that's what I really want to be using it for. I'm just imagining yeah. all the mind chatter that's going on, and Kellev and uh, Keegan are like, What the hell's going on? Because everybody's like, all these facial expressions between the right, and they're all just <laughs> thinking these thoughts and like, Why are we working for these people? You know, like, <laughs> these people are insane. Because I have dental. <laughs> and, and tacos. Oh man, sorry. Start. Sorry to distract one more time. But I had some really freaking good tacos tonight at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh. Uh, yeah. They, they call uh, uh, chicken buffaletos. Yeah, the shredded chicken with the with their uh, hot sauce on it. Really good. Really good. Huh. Okay. 
It's not on the menu. It's off menu. What? Do you know somebody? I asked, I asked the the server what what uh, what they uh, thought between the brisket tacos and the street tacos, and and they said, you know what, you should get the chicken buffaloes. I was like, done. So show the server. <laughs> just, like, I hey, just... hey, I play. Think you have... <laughs> Listen, bring me the I best thing in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very big in cauldron. <laughs> Very big everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's a shit. I'm big and cold. Picture of his on. That's funny. He's big everywhere. He's big everywhere. Yep. So I've heard about four or five options for potential plans. Yeah, I think I think the plan. I think I think Tarathiel's initial plan of sneaking down there, maybe invisible, dropping the stone of loudness. And trying to flee is a good start. <laughs> so the, the the potion of invisibility only wears off if I'm attack or cast a spell. So I think setting a stone of alarm shouldn't count as either of those things. So I should even I'm remain gonna, invisible after setting it off. I'm gonna call it now. That, that's not gonna that's not gonna make you become visible. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'll be invisible for an hour, which is also handy. Mm-hmm. So you've All taken right. the potion of invisibility. Yeah, I will drink the potion of invisibility. Let okay. me take it off my character sheet to make sure that. Well, I'm I mean, honest. I'm not forcing you to do it right now, but like, are you saying that that's your? No, no, that that's. Right now? I'm I'm advancing the story, Matt. <laughs> I'm trying, okay, I'm trying, so, trying to get things moving. So, but before before <laughs> we you. set this awesome plan rolling, I think we can get a little closer before we're like within Hydra range, maybe, <laughs> like closer to that. Upper cave, like if we go north a little bit, like let me let me illustrate. Don't hang out up here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we just go north, like up to here, we'll be a, that much closer to that exit. I hope just it's not, an exit. <laughs> <just not certain. laughs> we what have is, some big assumptions here. Is yeah. Uh, so, is anybody wearing an armor currently that would require a disadvantage on stealth check? Is there anybody wearing loud metal armor? In this giant cavernous room. Yes. Okay. Give me a stealth check. I think Olive as well probably is right because she's a fighter type. Uh, she's at least got chainmail, which I think that does. I mean, I I'm gonna let you know that I'm taking into account distance, right? I mean, you basically you know where this thing is. It's almost 200 feet away from you, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's a harder, but I need some stealth checks for the the big metal armor people. Eleven. Yeah, chain chainmail rolls with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, I don't know what her stealth would be, but eleven. Okay. I'm just gonna roll two two d twenty and see what happens. Okay. Uh, lowest is an eight, so then plus whatever. Her... Dex. Dex. Rathiel, you see the wake the the awake head snap and look that direction. Oh. You hear audibly like a foot scraped or something. You know something. The this big bulky metal armor just a, moving itself is scraping metal on metal in this in this room. You recognize that this thing heard something. 
All the other six, six heads are still out, but this one head is now alert. Okay. Engage plan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what? Let's engage that plan next week. It's right at two hours. I don't okay. want to have you guys roll an initiative and then say, well, we'll see you next week. You we'll see you next week. We'll see how well this Acme plan works against the... I like the Acme plan. I do too. Hydra. So my, the only the, my only concern with this is if we if Tarathiel sets off this screaming stone of loudness down there, and we manage to run run away run away, and then you know six days later is when we come back and we're you know bruised and bloodied, and we come back into this <laughs> we come back around the corner and we hear ah. <laughs> <laughs> And we see we see a pyrohydro just smashing its heads into the ground, trying to figure out how to turn this thing yeah, off. I don't I don't know how smart a pyrohydro is, but hopefully it will have nudged it into the lava. <laughs> no, I just imagined it swallowed it. So you just hear this like muffled oh <laughs> inside the hydra. I like that a lot better. Uh, and I may have just woken up the kids. So just yeah. remember, you've got about 180 feet to cross. Oh yeah, there's some serious running gonna happen. Yep. It'll be exciting. All right, guys, we're back. We're we'll be back again next week. Was that? Yes. We think. We think. If all goes according to plan, <laughs> we should be back on schedule for a while. My next uh, travel is not booked until April. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say you had something, but it's it's several several months away. Yeah. Going to Prague. Oh, that's we're not it. we're not playing on Halloween, are we? Is that next Ooh. Monday? Monday. Yes. It is, yeah. Okay, then we'll have to take next. I mean, holiday. You got kids. Take them trick or treat. We'll be back in two weeks. I mean, I won't, I won't go anywhere. So I may like jump on and play World of Warcraft and Dragonflight, which goes live tomorrow, and I will be doing nothing but that <laughs> for slash up. Yeah. <laughs> so I may just do that. If you guys are out trick or treating, I may go. Be I will not be trick or treating because it will be the day after Halloween and also in the morning. True. Uh, <laughs> so I could, okay. I could jump on. Uh, You'll be in sugar coma. <laughs> well, I, uh, I mean, a, I'm dieting, so I can't do that. But B, I have never seen World of Warcraft. I've deliberately avoided it my entire life um, for mm. reasons. So I, I might jump on and watch you, and then oh, we'll see if I, I can suck it into yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I don't want to be, like, the advertisement for World of Warcraft, but I've been watching a lot of beta testers talking about the game and yada, yada, yada. Everybody, every single YouTuber that I watch that's watching that's in the beta testing are saying, this is a new game. It's the best thing they've ever done. It's amazing. It's awesome. We love it. They're doing good changes. Things may change, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, like, as it looks right now, everybody is incredibly excited. So I'm excited. Today's stream brought to you by Dragonflight. <laughs> <laughs> Sirenscape for when you need smooth jazz in the middle of the dungeon. Putting those seven we, yeah, heads to sleep. We can lull the hydra to sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's like the big dog in uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was it the, the harp or something like that? Yep. Yeah. Fluffy. 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 Yeah. Yep. Cerebus. 
or is it, was it two or three? It doesn't matter. Go watch the movie. That's right. Spoilers. Yeah. J.K. Rowling's a piece of shit, so I stopped remembering it. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. All right. Y'all have a good night. Thanks for joining us. Two weeks, then we'll be actually finishing up, or not finishing, we'll continue this story. Um, but I'm, I'll go ahead and call it. I'll go ahead and jump on, and if somebody just looks for something to do and hang out, I'll be playing World of Warcraft next uh, Monday night. Awesome. Sounds good. Have a good See night. y'all. Come at me, JK. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Thanks, the stream. Man.